I am Carrie Nichols, and this is The 10-Minute Therapist, Episode 6, Attachment Theory and the Four Horsemen. This podcast delivers tips, tools, and resources to improve your mental health in daily, manageable doses. My name is Carrie Nichols, and I am The 10-Minute Therapist. I wanted to take a few minutes today to talk about um, marital issues. So we're today I'm talking, I'm really focusing on um, mild or kind of normal marital concerns, not uh, infidelity or addiction, just a typical conflict or distance, um, someone who wants to come in and just um, rekindle their relationship in my office. So when I'm working with couples, I'm blending two methods of therapy, uh, emotionally focused couples therapy and the Gottman method. Um, I really like EFT because it's got a good theoretical base. They um, lean on highly on attachment theory, so we'll talk a lot about that tonight. And then the Gottman method is a lot of practical work. So the blend of theory and practical aspects, I think, works really well together. So we're going to first talk about um, Sue Johnson's EFT stuff and that attachment work. So when I am working with my clients, one of the big things that I want to identify is what their patterns are within the context of their relationship. Um, Those patterns that maybe they're feeling like they're kind of stuck in a rut and they're not knowing how to escape those. I'm going to try to identify them, kind of figure out what's going on, why that might be, and how we can interrupt that pattern. So um, if you're familiar with attachment theory, basically um, the vast majority of the population has a secure attachment, which is just this idea that they, um, they feel okay in the context of their relationship. They feel safe and secure. Um, we, you know, usually as therapists, we believe that someone who came from a relatively healthy family of origin, like in their childhood, that they probably have a healthy template for a secure attachment and they really know how to have like a healthy, positive relationship. Um, unfortunately, not everybody has that, uh, in them naturally and not everybody was, was born into a family with that secure attachment. So sometimes you can end up with less healthy attachment styles. So, um, three that we see, um, often are like an anxious attachment style. And that's, I'm thinking of someone who's like, kind of it's like desperate and clingy and needy and dependent and they're very fearful of rejection and they have a low um, self-image but very positive um, image of others and this idea that you know maybe somebody could complete them that they will never be okay without somebody else so that's kind of that anxious attachment style and then on the other end of the spectrum is a more avoidant attachment style and they um, they're just the wall They just keep people at arm's length. There's not a lot of trust there. I think they're usually worried that somebody's going to let them down. So they just don't let people in. They're really, really overly independent. And then you can have kind of a disorganized attachment style, which is you bounce back and forth between anxious and avoidant. Um, Can be really up and down, very roller coaster, very confusing. A lot of push-pull in the relationship. So... um, I will try to 
look at this couple, you know, both individually, these two individuals who are in the room and what their attachment styles might be, what their family of origin was like growing up, if they felt like they had a secure home, secure attachment with their parents or with their primary caregivers. And then I'm going to look at the attachment that is um, going on between the two of them, you know, if it feels secure or if there's someone who's anxious or avoidant. Um, what we see is that um, one of the most common combinations is uh, one is anxious and one is avoidant. So an anxious person is more likely to kind of pursue and withdraw or sorry to pursue and attack and an avoidant attachment style is more likely to defend and withdraw. And you'll see that you know one partner will be pursuing and the other is withdrawing um, one is attacking and the other is defending right you'll see that pattern and they just spin around and around in circles and they feel stuck in that rut they feel like they're trapped so we would want to work to help identify for them what is the pattern and help each person identify what their individual role is in that pattern and really a focus on helping each person individually to Inter interrupt their role in that behavior in that pattern um, because you can't control other people all you can do is focus on yourself so you you work on you work on controlling yourself so the person who's pursuing or attacking we try to get them to notice that pattern and to interrupt that pattern and to back off a little bit and someone who has withdrawn or um is avoidant in a relationship we want them to notice that be aware of that and re-engage and you know open up and be a little bit more vulnerable so that's one really big thing that I would be doing in couples therapy and that's EFT work um, the other big thing um, based on the Gottman um, the Gottman method is to identify you know things that are in the relationship that might be causing problems so their research suggests that there are four things that they say are primary divorce predictors in the context of a relationship that's criticism contempt defensiveness and stonewalling so to differentiate between like uh what is criticism? So we'll start with a complaint though. A complaint is just a, uh, it's a, it's a statement of disapproval about like a specific behavior or a specific situation. You know, it's just very, it's more factual. Like, um, I noticed that the dishes are out downstairs and I'm not happy about that, right? Um, the dishes are still on the counter. That's a complaint. Um, a criticism is taking it a step further and it's making a complaint about their character. It's like, I noticed that the dishes are out and you're so lazy you never do the dishes, right? So we're taking it a step further. And then contempt is another layer on top of that. It's coming from a place of superiority. There's some disdain there. It just feels more intense. Like they can feel it. You'll see... Um, things like sarcasm or eye rolling or just like the nasty looks like when you're in therapy you can you can feel the contempt in the room it's it's uh, visible it's tangible um, and it definitely definitely is different from just criticism okay um, and then defensiveness that's very self-explanatory it's just not accepting responsibility for your part in the problem and then stonewalling is this idea that we either emotionally or physically disconnect and disengage from the conversation and the relationship sometimes but especially in the moment you know s someone who stonewalls they'll either physically get up and leave the room or they will just um, 
emotionally shut down and not not be talking not be present not be engaged in the conversation any longer and it can feel a little manipulative um if you think about it stone that stonewalling piece is back to like the eft stuff it's a little bit like that avoidant um defend withdraw kind of personality so they kind of those two methods of treatment go hand in hand a little bit um so in the contents context of the Gottman method, then we would want them to identify which of these four horsemen, these four divorce predictors are present in their relationship. Um, And again, one person might be more prone to criticism and contempt and the other person might be more prone to defensiveness and stonewalling. So we want them to identify their individual role in this problem and try to interrupt that pattern as well, interrupt those behaviors. And um, the Gottmans, you know, they talk about the antidotes. So the antidote to, you know, criticism is a gentle startup. The antidote to contempt is gratitude or appreciation. The antidote to defensiveness is accepting responsibility, those kinds of things. We're talking about, you know, fixing the problem. The antidote to um, stonewalling would be self-soothing because most people who stonewall do so because they're feeling emotionally and physically flooded. So um, those are the basics that I would be looking for in session. I would want, again, just to recap, I want to be looking at what their attachment style is. Um, Are they anxious or avoidant, secure, disorganized? Like what's going on there? And what are their interactional patterns? And how can we get them to interrupt those patterns if someone is, uh, you know, attacking or pursuing or avoiding withdrawing? Like, how can we get them to stop doing that piece? And then we want to make sure that um, those four horsemen, criticism, contempt, defensiveness, and stonewalling are eradicated and replaced with that healthier alternative of um, gentle startup and... um, and uh, gratitude and accepting responsibility for your, you know, your role in an issue and then um, self, self-soothing. So those are my tips for today, just basics for how to work with couples better. Let me know if you have any questions. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to The 10-Minute Therapist. If you found today's episode helpful, please subscribe, leave a review, and share this podcast with a friend. And don't forget, you can always reach out to me on Instagram with ideas for upcoming topics. Until next time.